Today's goddess was the Norse goddess of love, marriage, and fertility. She is Frigg. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode number 39. It's the last day of our 30s. 30, dirty 30s gone almost. <laughs> My goodness. Of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am Nicole, and this is the splendiferous, ma- magnificent, Again gorgeous. with the, <laughs> the, um, the compliments. <laughs> she is as smart as Yoda. <laughs> Can you wear her. me on your back? Like, <laughs> yeah, I thought I always do. Come on. <laughs> and Sorry. this is the magnificent, um, voluptuous, vivacious, uh, entertaining, kind, generous, gorgeous Nicole. Uh, <laughs> so true. All of it. Oh, man. Oh, we're trying to wake up this morning. So join us as we drink some tea or spirits or coffee, in my case, mm-hmm. to explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. Yeah. And if you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Go to Spotify or any of your chosen listening services. To find us on Instagram, you can go to at goddesschatleos or email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. There's a lot of... The best way to show your support (laughs) for the show is to rate and review. Also, word of mouth is priceless. And that was a callback to an old episode. That was. That was. Yeah. And uh, just our age. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, goddesses, let's grab our drinks and let's chat. Woo. <laughs> oh my goodness. <clears throat> my 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 voice is a bit craggly today. I feel a bit a bit crony this morning, so a little, uh, little croaky bear, this morning. Bear bear with me. Aw, that's because you've been working like crazy. Oh my gosh, yeah, I had a, a long one yesterday. Everybody's getting married. Jinx is eating all my floral supplies. Jinx. <laughs> but um, the wedding yesterday, um, mm-hmm. I actually stayed into touch-ups and I got to stay and watch the ceremony. Aww. And it was so beautiful. So it was a Persian wedding. And so they did their traditions that they've been practicing for thousands of years. And they were talking about... Um, all the things that we we love today, you know, like about like protecting yourself from the evil eye and mm-hmm. um, and using items that represent fertility. So they have this thing called a sofra, which is like a tabletop with um, all these special, meaningful items like an altar. It's a, it's an altar essentially for their ceremony. And so they have a basket of eggs to represent fertility and they have um, um, they have uh, sweets on the table to represent um, sweetness throughout your marriage. And um at the end of their ceremony, they all both take a taste of honey because honey is the only food that will last eternity like their marriage. And, um, uh-huh. and all the married women or people that love them will grind sugar over their heads to sprinkle sweetness in their lives. And it's just like all these lovely little things. Um, they have a mirror so they could see into their future, you know, or, or look back at themselves and what they've become. You know, there's just everything had such beautiful meaning. And it was this the most gorgeous thing actually I might post a picture in our stories of the altar uh, of the sofa because it, it it essentially is an altar um just to yeah. you know bless their marriage so it was Ooh. beautiful yeah I couldn't even remember the stuff to do the hand fasting thing <clears throat> I can't imagine all of the 
the things you have to remember for that. But that's that's gorgeous to be able to continue a, a tradition like that. That's and, been thousands and thousands of years, you know? Uh, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't dump the honey and then the sugar and all the other stuff because that would that be would be yeah it would be rough yeah and you yeah. know I don't think the bride would have appreciated that she's been waiting two years for this wedding her wedding was one of the pandemic weddings that had to get pushed away so Oof. she just finally had it yeah so, no thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad that you shared that with us. That's lovely. Because this is normally what Gigi tells me in the morning. She's like, oh, yeah, we haven't had our chat this? yet this morning. Yeah, it's, no. um, it's like 8.15 a.m. my time and I'm going to have a client after this. So, nice. you know, still working away. But I um I cleaned up my little sacred space area oh, and I for the lit full my moon last night. Yeah. Well, I decorated for you. So oh, I love for the. It. The summer or the summer, the winter solstice, and um, I lit my Artemis candle from Selkie's Cottage. Yay! Those candles are so gorgeous. They really are. It's and so pretty. Thank you, ladies, for supporting us. Um, they are great. I think the coupon code's still good. It's Goddess Twenty, and you get twenty percent off. Yeah, so I, exciting. I'm hoping it's still good. I just posted about it again. Oh my I goodness! <laughs> I know. I hope it, it should be. Grab your stuff. <laughs> Get your stuff now, and they're very quick with shipping. And they uh, are. They yeah. are. It's amazing. Sometimes I'm just like, wait a minute, it's already here. Yeah. Well, no, yours was there way before even mine. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Well, I know, right? In California, so that works. Yeah, that, that helps. But um, it was also like a strange one. Like it was like early morning Monday that they came and dropped it at my door or it was like late Sunday. It was weird. I was like, this is not a normal time to get mail delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So my mother's candle, I'm trying to get it to be to burn out the bottom of mm-hmm. it because I want to use this. So cute. Well, um yeah if once you're done with it what i did with a candle recently was i placed um the vessel in a pot of boiling water or i didn't boil it first i put the glass in the pot with water surrounding it but it wasn't covered you know Mm -hmm. and then i started to heat it up until it came to a boil and then it melted the residual wax as it was warming up and then i was able to pour it out nice um another way i've heard is like maybe microwaving um but if there's any metal in there you might not want to do that so yeah yeah i'm not sure with that one but um wow this is riveting Mm -hmm. podcasting (laughs) right hey we're giving you guys some tips and tricks on how to reuse Use your vessels, okay? And um, so this show is going to come out on the winter solstice in Yule. So happy Yule and winter solstice. We were watching a documentary last night about the – crap, I forgot what it was called. It's Odin's – well, it's Odin's um, night where he – I think it's like right before the – winter solstice where he comes and kind of wreaks havoc and does all this. Oh, Chris is going to kill me. It's okay. You'll remember as we're recording, and then you could just like pop in and give us a, a you know, like falafel side tanches. Yes, 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 yes falafel. Falafel. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but I really got into learning about the Norse mythology and Odin and all that, and I kind of might have a new crush. Oh, well, he does have long hair, right? Yeah. It's kind of reminiscent of Poseidon, but like, I'm like, dude, why are all these old gods? They're like, buff is all hell i'm like I'm and legless though you like legless he's not as buff but he's yeah. got the he's got that hair you've got to think for long hair i'm telling you he's more svelte oh yes. we started watching the witcher last night Henry oh the witcher's so good oh. it's so good and he's like the ultimate nerd too so he tells them like no this isn't correct like 
<laughs> you I, gotta do oh it this way. <laughs> I actually um got to meet him once. What? Yes, he was a groomsman in one of the weddings I was working. I was like, uh, why Superman? Have I, why Superman? have I never what? known this? Like, is he gorgeous in person? How no, tall is, is he? Of course. I can't is he remember. Tall? It was really fast. I didn't want to make a like a scene. And oh. I was like, I looked, I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, you are so lucky. I hate you. You know, every now and then you get a little moment in California, mm-hmm. you know, for celebrity sightings. So, so yeah. lucky. But yes, back to Yule. Um, mm. Are you going to do anything special? I think I'm just going to make cookies and like. I am going and... to attempt. Uh, my sister is dyeing my hair that day. And then we were flying out the next morning. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Like, I didn't get to do anything yesterday because I was at the wedding all day. But I do love that I got to celebrate such a beautiful um, new chapter in their lives for the Aww. full moon, you know? Yeah. So um, that was very special. Cool. All right. Oh, are you drinking any tea? I'm just doing earlier. Uh, no, as you I said, said you're earlier, doing coffee, right? I'm doing coffee. Um, and as I said earlier, it's early morning. And um, Nicole feverishly typed up the script this morning and <laughs> sent it to me like 15 minutes before we got here. So yeah. I have not been able to look at the pronunciation of anything. So give us you grace. Don't, yeah, um, yours, your, this one's mine. So you don't have I to thought really this one was mine. anything. You did the oh, last one. You did Artemis, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yay. <laughs> Gigi just wants all of them. Huzzah. No. <laughs> so basically, I looked at it, but am I going to say it correctly? No. Okay. So if you are an expert on Norse um, wording, well, I love you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And But um, I'm I not going to say it correctly. Yes. I own right. my mistakes. I love my mistakes. And it makes me a goddess in my own mind. Hey, their but. imperfection is, is <laughs> true, okay? No one is yeah. 100% perfect. Every god had issues, so. Thank you. There you go. Snaps. Thank you. Oh, snap, snap to it. Are, <laughs> are you ready to get going and talk Let's about Frigg? Let's do this, yeah. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. All right. You ready, Mama? Hey, yes. Well, our sources for today's goddess are norse-mythology.org, historica with a K dot Mm -hmm. S-E. And, okay, I have to say out the the bottom of this um, web address or the last Mm -hmm. bit of it, it says frig and friggin (laughs) (laughs) Friggin. and then um, mythology.net, germanicmythology.com. The book was Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander and the Encyclopedia of Goddesses and Heroines by Patricia Monaghan. And um, unfortunately, we do not have an Oracle card listed, but, um, you know, we've got a lot of great sources today. So check Mm -hmm. them out. Exactly. Her name is pronounced Frigg. Although there is a couple G's in there. It's not It's just Frigg. So her name means Beloved. Originating from the verb frisia or friha, meaning to love. And she is sometimes angelicized, or yes, angelicized as Frigga. And her other names are Frida, Freya, and Freya. So her appearance is depicted as a beautiful and strong spirited woman. And in many pictures, she is shown with her husband Odin, paying tribute to her strong role as a wife in Norse mythology. 
She's often pictured against a soft and beautiful background, which seems to symbolize her calming nature. And she also wears a blue robe to symbolize the sky. Yes. Yeah, she's a hottie. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Legends and mythologies. Um, let's see. Uh, Frigg wears many hats in Norse mythology. She is often described as foremost among the goddesses. <laughs> and she is the wife of my new hottie, Odin. Odin. Okay, granted, it was only one picture I saw of him. Like, okay. all the other times, I don't know what the dude looks like. But, but did he give you the O face? she was the queen of the Esir and the goddess of the sky she was also known as the goddess of fertility household motherhood love marriage and domestic arts some of these domains were also overseen by another norse goddess named freya as we will remember one of our best episodes that was episode number seven I think it was the second one we did eight? together, right? Maybe or episode first. eight. Yeah, it was our, our, ooh, it was our first. It was our first. It was either that or Bridget, which I was. Think, I think it was our first because I feel like I got better with, like, trying to attempt building an altar space for Bridget from learning from <gasps> Yes. Freya. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aw. Mm. So in Norse mythology, Frigg's primary role was familial role. Familial? Yeah, fam- familia, mm-hmm. family, familia, familia, <laughs> mostly surrounding her husband and children. Legend tells us she gave birth to Baldur, god of light, on the winter solstice. Oh, almost here! Which we know is the longest night of the year in the northern hemisphere. That's and us. last night we had the long night's moon hmm. from full moon. Yes, uh, just giving us a little around. preemptive um, spirit leading up to Yule. The myth surrounding Frigg and her role as mother is by far the most famous. She is described as a seer and connects her her with fate. Mm. Like the Greek Mori, Morii? Morai? Morai, yeah. She wove the destinies of humankind and the deities as well. So That sounds like um, some metal, like, weaving the destinies of humankind. I don't know. And the deities are it, it was, What was that? Know. There was that Jack Black um, uh, movie that he did. Um, was it Jack Black? Rock? Yeah. No, no, no. He had like a um, the guitar of destiny or something like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it that band that he has? Tenacious yes. D? Yes. Tenacious okay. D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, Frigg had two main men in her life. She had one, her husband. Odin, who, if we're not familiar about him, he is one of the most popular gods in Norse mythology. He was often associated with royalty, death, healing, battles, poetry, sorcery, and knowledge. Some cool stuff. He carried a spear named Gunnir. I'm going to go with that. Gunnir, yeah. Gunnir, and was often accompanied by animal companions, including two wolves named Giri and Friedrich. Fried? Friedkick. Frecky. Frecky. <laughs> Jerry and Frecky. Oh, this is Jerry and Frecky. Okay, if you could give them some water. And two ravens named Munin and Hunin. Huggin? M- Munin? Huggin. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure, but it looks like huh. Munin and Hogan. Hogan, yeah. Munin and Hogan. Who 
food. I like that. The the Ravens. I still like Jerry the Raven. and Fricky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jerry and Fricky. It could Jerry be Jerry and, and Freaky. Yeah, I like know. I sing the cat song, Jerry and Fricky living yeah. together. Oh, my ear itches. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and her son, Balder. Balder was the god of the central role in Norse mythology. He was the god of love, peace, forgiveness, and justice. Aww. He was actually the second son of Frigg and Odin and had a twin brother named Hor. And he has different names, which we'll, I'll find out later on, who ultimately caused his demise. Oh. So his so twin brother. Whore. Yeah. So his twin brother is blind and it's basically equivalent to Hades. So oh, he's like the god of darkness. Mm. So the one's the god of light, the other one's the god of darkness. She gave birth to a son named Baldur, as we know, who was the light of her life, literally. Aww. The entire world seemed to rejoice when he was born, and she was dedicated to helping her son grow. Sounds like Gigi. I'm trying, I'm Aww. trying. She was also incredibly protective. Sounds like Gigi. <laughs> Mama bear. No, <laughs> Mama bear. This instinct became stronger when Baldur had a dream that predicted his own death. Some sources say she foresaw the death of her son. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So Frigg went around to every living thing in the entire world. Sounds like a lot of footwork. Okay. <laughs> and demanded that her son would not be harmed. However, she overlooked the simple mistletoe plant. She was unable to demand protection from the mistletoe, which seemed insignificant at the time. With the time, or with time, the gods, <laughs> so mean, with time, the gods made up a game involving Baldir. They would throw anything they could find at him and watch the objects bounce off of him. <laughs> a bruise or simple scratch. Baldir was never hurt, no matter the size or weight of the item. <laughs> it's like it's such tunes. a dude thing. Like, just yeah. throw it, whatever at me. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Throw this boulder at me. It's cool. <laughs> Go ahead, smack me with the stop sign. Like cool. Yeah. So they were the precursors to Jackass. If you think about it. I just imagine him there, like, flexing his abs. Like, oh, waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> so this pastime continued until the day that the trickster god, Loki, took advantage of and dipped an arrow in the poisonous plant's juice. Oh, then, no. yeah, then gave to horror, or sources say Hodor, I don't know. Hodor! Hodor. Oh, you never watched A Game of Thrones? No, we already established oh, this. I, I know. Can't so there's a character, his like name it. is Hodor. And all he says is like, Hodor, Hodor, like kind of like, um, my name is Groot, you know? Oh. Um, and um, then they realize there's a whole episode about it. You, you're going to have to watch it eventually because then you'll learn the meaning of his name. Well, not this one's name, but like okay. Odor in Game of Thrones. Fine. Yes. Take one for Please. The team. You're going to love it. Okay, okay. I trust you. Or I trust you. You trust, trust me? me? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. So, Valdir's twin brother, known as the God of Darkness, who is also blind, which makes sense because if it's dark, he doesn't know it's dark or not. Yes, exactly. He's blind. Loki took Hor that or yeah loki told Hor that he would help him play the game with baldir with loki's assistance Hor threw the arrow at his brother instead of bouncing off of him like every other living thing and object on earth it actually pierced his heart and killed him instantly 
he just threw it at him? He didn't even shoot it? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty intense. And for a blind dude, that's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That he got the heart. Come on. Um, When Frake heard of her son's passing, she fell to the ground in despair. After the initial shock, she went to work trying to alter Baldir's fate. If you hear crinking noises, that's Jinx. She's on Casa Bonita right now. Casa Bonita. She actually, uh, where did I, I, Jinx distracted me. (laughs) So after the initial shock, she went to work trying to alter alter Baldur's fate. (laughs) That's a lot of ERs. She sent, who? That's a different which is him or to yeah. the underworld where there was an attempt to ransom Baldur's soul. The queen of the underworld were, <laughs> Oh God. The queen of the underworld hell agreed to release Frigg's son, but only if all living things would weep for him. This reminds me of Persephone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how wasn't uh, as sneaky as uh, Hades was. Yeah. 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 Frigg set out right away, asking every living thing in the world if they would weep for her lost son. They all agreed until Frigg approached the last living thing on the planet, a giantess with the name Thok. It should be Thick. Thick. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever watch Broad City? No. Okay, it's a great show, but there's this one time where they're rollerblading in the park and, and the one girl yells out, do you want a fook? <laughs> so that's what it reminds me of. Fook. So the, the name is spelled T-H-O-K-K, so that's why we're saying this. <laughs> so she refused Frigg's request to weep and said, living or dead, I love not the curl's son. Ooh. Yeah. Let hell hold to that she has. Ooh, she she mean mean giant. Mm. She's like I'm I'm big. I'm not gonna mess with Fee, you. Five, four, five. You ain't gonna get any of my weeping, son. Oh, oh I rhyme. Sick. <laughs> oh my god. Bird. That's it. Her. <laughs> Many interpreters of the Norse mythology believe that this giantess was actually Loki in disguise. Oh, trickster. Mm-hmm. Either Trick. way, this cursed Baldur to the underworld forever. So, in some versions of the story, Baldur came back to life. The Grateful Frigg changed Mistletoe's association from a deadly plant to the one we connect with love and kisses under or that we kiss under during the holiday season. Aww. So, yeah. I didn't Fr- know that mistletoe was poisonous. Yeah, I knew it was either mistletoe or holly, but yeah, mistletoe. I knew that, like, poinsettias have, like... They're poisonous to cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that. Well, also, I just always knew that, like, you're not supposed to, like, just touch the petals anyways. Like, I was always told to wash my hands right away. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Elizabeth, can you weigh in on this? I uh, know, right? <laughs> what are the poisonous uh, species of plant life in uh, what are the, the Yule poisonous Tide properties? season? Yes, yes. Thank you. So, Frigg was believed to have been an honorable wife. She did take hold of an opportunity to outsmart her husband and end a conflict between outsiders, though. Odin was known for being incredibly strong-willed, but in this myth, Frigg found a way past this. A conflict had broken out between two Germanic tribes, known as the Vandals and the Winner... Win... Winnills? Winnillers? Yeah. So it's kind of like West Side Story. The Vandals Mm. and the Winnillers. Odin favored the Windy... 
that was a snap sorry oh okay <laughs> that was the sharks the jets you know when they're snapping yeah. coming up to each other <laughs> i was like are we broken what happened oh no i lost my my tablet when you're a jet <laughs> there you go keep singing james you got it i lost my place hold on i'm right there i find it in a minute okay so Odin favored the Vandals, while Frigg supported the Winniliers. It's yeah. also like Romeo and Juliet. Ooh, mm. a tale as old as time. Beauty yes. and the Beast. I don't know. Oh. One, one evening, Frigg and Odin got into an argument of their own over the tribes. They each gave reasons supporting why their tribe of choice was right and why the other was wrong. Finally, Odin swore that whichever tribe he saw first thing in the morning, he would grant victory to. He did this knowing that the Vandals would be visible through the window on his side of the bed. He's like, look, babe, we can't figure this out. Let's not flip a coin. Let me look out the window. Stunky. Yeah. While Odin was sleeping, Frigg told the women of the Winniers. Winniler. When when allures, I don't know why I can't say that. Tried to reposition themselves or to reposition, reposition. their hair so oh. that it would appear as long as beards. <laughs> I like that. I've done That's that. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I give myself like a, a handlebar mustache all the time with my hair. Yes. <laughs> she also turned the bed so that the husband was facing in the opposite direction. When he woke, he was taken aback by what he saw. He asked Frigg who the long beards were. He hadn't been outsmarted, but kept his promise and granted victory to the Winlier's tribe and even eventually admitted that Frigg's choice was correct. Uh, You know, happy wife, happy life. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Among the Norse goddesses, the beautiful Frigg birthed both light and darkness. Her myth represents the changing seasons, the waxing and waning of the sun's power through the year, giving her dominion over them. It also describes the ongoing cycle of birth, death, and rebirth. Her delivery of Baldur at the winter solstice, thereby bringing light and hope into the world at the darkest and bleakest time, has parallels to the story of Jesus's birth and Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay. No, you just did the breath, so I was like... I know, I was like, uh, and then I lost it. Okay. (laughs) As a protective and devoted mother, Frigg protects women in labor and their infants during birth. As the wife of the highest-ranking god in the Norse pantheon... Pantheon's a badass word. Yeah. (laughs) She also governs love and marriage. Her role as goddess of destiny shows her weaving the web of fate. The goddess of destiny weaving the web of fate. I weaving like the web of fate. <laughs> she could change the course of human destiny by reweaving portions of the web. And as a weaver, she's also in charge of the domestic arts. Sounds like the spider woman. Yeah, I was just going to say mm-hmm. that. Germanic folklore tells us the goose was sacred to Frigg, and therefore these tales connect her with the storybook character, Mother Goose. What? Mm-hmm. She also caused snow to fall when she shook out her goose down comforter. <laughs> Isn't that the feathers? I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I got to shake this out. Oh, no. Now it's snowing. What? Legend shows a close connection between. All right. So this is what we're getting into with Frigg and Freya. Okay. So legend shows a close connection between Frigg and Freya. Try saying that five times. Frigg and mm-hmm. Freya. 
And in some cases, mix and muddle the two goddesses' characteristics, powers, and behaviors. So, all right. Settle in. We're going to do a little bit of history. Okay. Okay. I may struggle with some of this. (laughs) Like Freya, Frigg is depicted as a vulvir. Now, I went to, so the spelling of it is V-O-L-V-A. When I went to put that in the computer, yeah, I was so scared Mm -hmm. of what was going to come up. (laughs) So a vulvir is a seeress or a witch, a Viking age practitioner of the form of Norse magic known as Sidir. Sidir. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I forgot how to pronounce that one, but it was like something. Sidir or something like that. Yeah. Again, I'm not putting the correct accents. I'm not going mm-hmm. harsh and fergin. Asidir involved dis- discerning the course of fate and working within its structure to bring about change, often by symbolically weaving new events into being. This power could potentially be put to any use imaginable, and examples that cover virtually the entire range of the human condition can be found in Old Norse literature. Hmm. So, in the old Norse poem, Loka Sienna, after Loki slander, so it's basically a book about Loki, poem about mm-hmm. Loki. Loki slanders Frigg. Freya warns him that Frigg knows the fate of all beings and imitation of her ability to perform Sidir. Sidir. Frigg's weaving activities are likely an allusion to this role as well. Freya owns falcon plumes that she and the other Asiers use for shape-shifting into that bird, and Frigg possesses her own set of falcon feathers that are used for the same purpose. Mm-hmm. Remember Freya had yes. the, the robe? Yes. In the Viking Age, the Volvir, who traveled from town to town performing commissioned acts of Sidir in exchange for lodging, food, and other forms of compensation as well. Like other northern Eurasian, right? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Eurasian shamans, her s- social status was highly ambitious. She was by turns exalted, feared, longed for, pro- propagated? Propitiated? Propiti- oh, that's a fancy ass word. Celebrated and scorned. So she was everything. She was uh, the shit. Mm-hmm. During the so called uh, Volker Wanderung. God, that sounds awesome. Falter wandering, <laughs> which means mi- <laughs> migration period. Uh, roughly 400 to 800 CE, and thus the period that immediately preceded the Viking Age. The figure who would later become the Volvir held a much more institutionally necessary and universally acclaimed role among the Germanic tribes. Yes, this was like um, a fancy website that I found this. I like so, it. No, yeah, it's good. One of the core societal institutions of the period was the War Band, a tightly organized military society presided over by a chieftain and his wife. The wife of the War Band's leader, according to the Roman historian Tactius, Tactus, yeah, sure, held the title of Valida. And her role in the war ban was to foretell the outcome of a suggested plan of action by means of divination and to influence that outcome by means of more active magic, as well as to serve a special cup of liquor that was a powerful symbol of bra, uh, ooh, bra a cup of liquor that was a powerful symbol of both temporal and spiritual power in a war band's periodic festival ritual. How about that? 
What if it was like ayahuasca? Like it was like Ooh, a Viking version of ayahuasca. Yeah. Because that's they're when they were in balls, right? They're all micro dosing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> One literary portrait of such a woman comes to us from the medieval old English epic poem Beowulf. Side note, Chris said that he grew up with a girl in high school that named her kid Beowulf. Yep. They were in Tennessee. Yeah. All right. Which recounts the deeds of King (laughs) What is that? That sign over the O. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to say Kroger's. Kroger. Kroger. And his war van in the land that we today know as Denmark. The name of Hroger's queen. <laughs> Wilf, Wilf I don't know. There Wilf, we go. Wilf, Wilf, Wilf. I don't know. I don't, oh, these are some interesting letters. Okay. Yeah. Right. This is like some ancient, ancient old English stuff. Oh, okay. Man. It's, it's almost Norse. Certain- <laughs> Not old English. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Yeah. Is almost certainly the Old English equivalent of the Pronto-Germanic title that Tectius uh, Latinized as Velida. I keep seeing Velveeta. Velveeta, I know, right? <laughs> so the king's queen, <laughs> I'm not even going to try saying her name again, domestic action in the poem, which are properly understood enactments of the liquor ritual described above. I had a liquor ritual last night with some <laughs> are indispensable for the upkeep of the unity of the war band and its power structures. The poem, de- despise its Christian veneer, hints at the queen's oracle powers. The Hrothgar and, and the queen uh, association has presented in the poem is an echo of an earlier, more robust and vigorous Political theological conception. Woof. Okay, here we go. This political, so that was kind of like the background. So Mm -hmm. the political theological conception was based on the mythology model provided by the divine pair. It looks like Fajita. (laughs) Freja and Wuza. Unas. Which are deities who later evolved into respectively Freya and Frigg and Odin. <laughs> so they all kind of have a backstory of how they developed. And that was, that was that. So Wu Wuazan is the war band's chieftain and Freya is its Valida. So basically that whole long thing that we described, the chieftain, Odin, Freya, she sees stuff. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And it's okay. a lot of information. And I think this is good because, um, not everyone will dive into these other histories behind it, you know? And so I think we're learning a lot about Frigg that most may not know. Exactly. And I wanted to touch on a little bit Mm -hmm. more of why they came about and why they're so similar. Yes. So Mm -hmm. that kind of, you know, so in the migration period, the goddess who later became Freya and Frigg was the wife of the God who later became Odin. The one passage that tells us anything about his personality or deeds, anything beyond merely listing his name in connection with Freya, comes from the Prose Edda, which states that Odin is often away on long journeys and that Freya can often be found weeping tears of red gold over his absence. Many of the surviving tales involving Odin have him traveling far and wide throughout the nine worlds to the point that he's probably more often away from Asgard than within it. So, oh, man. 
Yes. Now we get into many of Odin's numerous by names allude to his wanderings or are names he assumed to disguise his identity while abroad. Therefore, it's hard to see Freya's husband as anything but an only nomadic distinction ex- extension of Odin. So all these uh-huh. different names, Freya's husband is like Oog something. Yeah. It's basically Odin. So Freya and Frigg are similar, similar, similarly accused of infidelity to their apparently common husband. I mean, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Alongside the several mentions of Freya's free sexual practices can be placed the words of the medieval Danish historian Saxo Grammaticus. Grammaticus. <laughs> who relates that Freya or Frigg slept with a slave on at least one occasion. Mm. And Locasiana, Odin was once exiled from Asgard, leaving his brothers Vili and V in command. In addition to presiding over the realm, they also regularly slept with Frigg until Odin's return. I mean, she, I guess, you know, the guys are allowed to do it. Why can't she? Come I on. don't see why not. Um, many scholars had tried to dif- differentiate between Freya and Frigg by as- asserting that the former is more sexually free and less steadfast than the latter. But these tales suggest otherwise. So oh, I think they, they tried to make. <coughs> Sorry. You okay, buddy? <coughs> yeah, I just had a tickle. Sorry. Okay. So they basically just tried to make Freya the promiscuous one and Frigg the kind of more motherly, stoic yes, version. Yes. The word for Friday in Germanic language, include, including English, is named after Freya, uh, the proto Germanic goddess who is the foremother of Freya and Frigg. And the names of the two goddesses are also particularly interesting in this regard. Freya means lady is a title rather than a true name. It's oh. derived from the modern German word Frau. Oh. Which, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Which is used in much the similar way as the English title Mrs. So in the Viking Age, Scandinavian, Icelandic, aristocratic women were often called Fraujur, the plural of Freya. Frigg, meanwhile, comes from an ancient root that means beloved. Frigg's name therefore links her to the love and desire, precisely the area of life over which Freya presides. So here again, we can, you know, ultimately deduce that both goddesses are one in another. So Mm -hmm. one name is identical to the other's attributes, and the other name is a generic title rather than a unique name. Wow, look at that. The more you know. I'm going to tea and take a Good break. Job. Thank you Let's for bearing clap. with me. Yay, Nicole. No, I really enjoyed, and sorry if we got a little bit too wordy with the the history but i just thought it was so cool how it all came about it's good to know and that was a lot for you to read right now that was a big one thank you so (laughs) i'm gonna take over for a moment and let's talk about ways to connect with the goddess the mother goddess can aid those who wish to become pregnant so one eve of the winter solstice light a white candle in her honor and let it burn down completely to solicit her assistance Frigg can help you attract a loving partner or guide a romance to fulfillment in marriage. You can seek her assistance, too, if a relationship has hit a rough spot and you want to restore peace and harmony. 
You can hang a sprig of mistletoe above the entrance of your home to enhance affectionate feelings. And you can send prayers to Frigg the first night after a new moon to encourage positive growth and new beginnings in your life. Some um, correspondences that associate it um, with Frigg are um, her general areas of influence are household management, motherhood, marriage, love, wisdom, and domestic arts. Her symbols are the spinning wheel, spindle, and mistletoe. Her colors are blue, white, aqua, gray, silver, and green. Animals are the cat, the goose, raven, hawk, and falcon. Herbs, plants, and trees associated with her are mistletoe, ladies' mantle, shepherd's purse, feverfew, thyme, birch, adler, and elder. Her stones are crystals, could be emerald, gold, amber, moonstone, silver, rose, and quartz, or rose quartz. And food would be cookies and caraway cakes soaked in cider. Ooh, that sounds tasty. Fruits, nuts, pork, turkey, eggnog, and spiced cider. Hey, I've got eggnog and cider in my fridge right now. So might be having some of that. Light it up. And, And then her holidays or sacred days are Yule and Friday. Aww. Very nicely done. So the picture that I included in there, it didn't come up on mine. I don't know why. It's pretty. Um, She has feathers in her hair and she's like in the morning, like sunrise light, it looks like in the clouds. It's uh, it's very pretty. And, um, you know, Freya was more associated with like reds and and deeper lustful tones. So seeing her in these light, airy tones is really pretty. Um, So I can see the difference between Freya and Frigg just in their coloring. So I love it. We kind of wanted to not do a, a normal kind of summary of the goddess. Uh, we wanted to kind of stick in connection with the holiday season. Frigg's values are kindness and work in that order. So the best offerings uh, are those of aid to others, especially to women in need. If it's money or time you'd like to give, we suggest uh, helping out at any local women's shelters, midwives, local programs to aid nutrition to pregnant women, and programs that teach skills to housewives and mothers just entering the workplace. So anything you can do to support, even if you have a neighbor that's, you know, a single mom or that, you know, isn't single, but needs help you know needs help everybody needs help so you know maybe take them some cookies or do something. I love that because I've always tried to keep that at my forefront of when I do try to help people out um anytime I've donated clothes I choose women's shelters where it's usually women you know running from domestic violence um I um also recently because I've been redoing James' room I have like all these baby things to get rid of and so I've been trying to look for a mom in need right now to share that with her because so many people helped me you know with James I mean my one neighbor her son um, Tegan is going to be six in a couple weeks and um, she's just been handing me down all his stuff over the last few years and it's really helped us out Um, my other neighbors came together when I gave birth um James was born only two weeks before Christmas and um, I didn't see the point in getting a Christmas tree that year because it was going to be too hard to keep up and with a newborn and my neighbors came together and bought us a Christmas tree and lights and surprised us with it and you know it's just like those little things for a new mom 
is just it's amazing going over there bringing her a cup of coffee going over there offering to clean her dishes or just bring her a hot meal because we're doing so much and um and it or if it's a woman that is escaping violence or trying to get off of um the ground from falling from addiction or anything like that go help her um, teach her how to get back into the workplace and find a new normal so that she can find happiness again. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Gigi's more hands-on. I'm more, <laughs> I more money. So I'm, I just, that's how I've always been. I would rather give. You know, yeah. You're good at donating. Definitely. Yes. And that's so good too, because so many of these shelters need financial assistance. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because some also, people, and I never think of what to do and who to assist. So, you know, that might be something that we'll put in our, our stories if we do find a shelter or something that we really, you know, work with. Or if there's ones in California that that you would, um, that you work with or you know of, Gigi, we can always. Yeah, it's been a minute. I've got to find um, some of them again. But there was some that what I used to do was... Um, uh, teach the women how to put themselves together for um, for interviews for yes. new jobs, yeah. like how to dress and do their hair and makeup to look professional when they uh-huh. haven't had those opportunities uh-huh. before. So um, if anybody knows of any women's shelters or um, or groups that we can help out, let we us know. Love to post let about it, know. yeah. So, um, you know, that you can email us um, actually with that in mind at goddesschat at yahoo.com. So let us know. Yay. Or you yes. can DM us on um, Instagram. We're already doing our Yes. Posts. Oh, Goddess <laughs> but yeah, Chat DM- Leos. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just let us know if there's one that you work with because it's better than us just trying to search it out ourselves. So if you do work mm-hmm. closely with, um, you know, any kind of uh, women's, we want to support yes. people out there. Yeah, Let's so. help help lift each other up in this season. That's right. Pull yeah. each other out of the cold. Oh, in the arms of I got nothing. Yes, the ASPCA for women. No, yeah. that's, that was a little uh, insensitive. Sorry. Well, for for Artemis, I donated at the ASPCA, and so oh, good. For I love I'll donate. I, love mm-hmm. I like to donate in the goddesses' names. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I'm that's like, beautiful way to Artemis. pay tribute. Yes. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for joining us today. And thank you for um, listening through that. <laughs> and thank you all to Nicole working. for all her hard work and, uh, and uh, you know, just searching for all this information to share with us. Yes. Thank you. And thank you, Gigi, for doing this this early in the morning. Oh, no, it's not even that early. I'm just tired and cold. (laughs) 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 Sitting on the hard floor of a utility closet. I posted a picture in our stories. Did you? Okay, (laughs) you're like, this is how we record. This is glamour right here. Yes. It is so glamorous. Um, All right, I'm going to take some pictures of the Artemis candle and Yule candle. All right, love your faces. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. Bye.